Welcome back to the next episode of Perspective Podcast. Perspective Podcast, we're back. It's been a little while. It has, and we might get into that a little bit today, but today I thought we would talk about (laughs) growth. We're going to talk about growth today, and we're going to talk about the perspective of it. Okay. Because I think that there's a lot of us out there that set out to grow, and we want more, and there's a lot of people that want that. I don't think you're going to go up to a random person on the street and say, hey, do you want to grow in life? Like, do you want more? I like, would say no. Everybody's going to say yes. I'd agree. But not everybody does. And so I want to talk a little bit about that. And <laughs> so we're going to go to you first. I don't like this. I can tell exactly and where it's I going. I want to know. I feel in the pit of my stomach. The earliest example you could think of in your life when you realized, oh, wow, this growing is not looking like what I thought it would. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? <laughs> the earliest time that I realized that my interpretation of growth was not actual growth. Okay, yeah, maybe you didn't understand it like that, but yeah. I don't like this answer. Ten months ago, probably. It's probably real That's recent. That's a real answer. That's okay. Yeah. How about... Some people haven't had it yet. No, we got to know about it. Ah, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you not remember what our podcast is about? Like, this is true. Yeah. See, it's been a while since we did it. I'm yeah, just getting back in the flow for it. Um, yeah, so 10 months ago. So I think, well, when you first say that in the beginning, like the first place my mind goes is, um, I think that for me for a very, very long time, it was the intent, the shallow intent behind me just saying I wanted to grow was enough for me. Like there was just complacency there. So like just that it was on my radar. I was always like, oh yeah, like I'm definitely growing. And then I started to look back at the trajectory of my life and realize that it really wasn't arcing the way that I thought it should be. The growth wasn't as, um, yeah, I mean, you step back at a 10,000 foot view and then what you think is growth, you're just like, what was I doing there? Like, I think it was actually going the wrong way. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, yeah, recent 10 months that I... How did you get there? What made you have that realization? Rock bottom, falling off the end of your rope hopelessness and just yeah that's yeah the I don't do you know. think that everybody has to get there well, actually no i guess i take that back for me that isn't the lowest that my mind has ever been the change was the awareness to change like that was the yeah that turning point for me for me it was man transitioning offices transitioning out of a relationship um beginning to see and feel that nwi media this um Thing that I thought that I would grow and that it would be, I don't even think I never had an actual um, statement to end that, but for whatever I wanted it to grow and be, that it wasn't going to be the vehicle or the engine. And for so long, I thought it was going to be me. Um, and then you accrue some debt and you learn um, some different uh, growth lessons on how you're not growing. And that was, man, that was almost in every aspect of my life, relationally, with my uh yeah, with a girlfriend, with, with my immediate family, um, my walk with God, growth there, um, and understanding that my own abilities in business are could be far accelerated by including Holy Spirit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're talking growth, and it's just an onion in my brain right now. I feel like there's so many different areas that I could start to talk about. Is there a particular area you want to go? So you mentioned early on you wanted to grow, right, like most people. What was your idea of that? What did that look like to you then? 
Um, because I think, again, a lot of people have voiced that they want to grow, they want more, they want to be better. And I think it's there has to be a disconnect, right? Where, what was the disconnect for you or what was the paradigm that growth did look like for you? Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know the best way to articulate that. I guess like my negative catalyst was the mindset that, um, like for me, growth was almost just existing. Like I was, like I was growing each and every year. Like, but that for me was just getting to the next birthday. Like I was able to label growth even in the negative side, like business started to plateau downward and for me, that was still growth. But now out of my true definition now, no, definitely was not. Which is interesting, which is great. I was folding. Yeah, I was your folding, yeah, I was folding my current perspective to fit a word and a definition. Yeah, which I think we do every day, right? In, a, in some regard. Yeah, with a multitude of things, yeah. I mean, I think that's where I know I've been before too, and, and we'll make this about me later, but I want to stay where you're at. So great. you had the, your perspective was that what you were doing was growth. And you could fit anything into that narrative. Yeah, it was, it was almost more dangerous than that. It was my perspective that created a mindset. Like I created that lens and I was just yeah. very willing to wear it for seven years, probably even before then that I was willing yeah. to do it. And so again, right to circle back to go deeper, what was it that changed? What wasn't work? Because that worked for a long time. Had to have, to a degree. Yeah, I mean, you say that, but my mind goes to the roadmap of destruction in my brain. Like it worked and it wasn't like it was working cause I was existing. Like there is a, yeah, I mean that, that trail went as far as like pursuing cocaine in business. Like mm-hmm. it's not, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean you get so far pushed into just trying to stay on top of every project and help every single client. And it's just, how far do you want to run that? Like, I think that, man, if I would have continued that progression, who knows where I would be. Yeah. I, uh, thankful for the awareness to be here now but yeah i mean it was just my own brain had fit that definition for what i thought was growth and it just yeah i mean you as i look back on it highs and lows like this just it was a it was a negative toxic environment that i had built for myself to exist that in business and hoping that i would be able to what give my family this immense financial freedom to a mindset and a aspect that i didn't have when i was younger like yeah my that's me gauging my younger years as a, as a good baseline. Like I have to go so much further, farther out to even look at it, to figure out what I needed. So yeah, for me, like there was almost all of these things like colliding and intersecting. Like I was not experiencing growth in any sort of aspect with God. Like there was no relationship pursuit there. I had just gotten out of a relationship. I didn't really have a, I wanted so much for my family as far as communication with my mom, with my brother, with my sisters. And I wanted it and I wanted it to grow, but I wasn't even putting in that work. Like I'm literally on the outside staring at the garden saying, man, I really want this to grow and succeed. And I'm holding the seeds in my hand. Yeah. That's where it ended up at. And so because I want to stay there, because I think there's people that may or may not hear this and maybe years from now, right? That when they hear you say stuff like that, you also heard similar things when you were going through that phase right? About what growth was, what it looked like, blah, blah, blah. I tuned it out. And so those people are probably thinking, that's not me, right? I have this under control. I know where I'm headed. I know where I'm going, right? What were some of the things for you that validated that way of thinking? Like you had to have some benefits from it or else you wouldn't have kept 
operating like you were, right? So even then, yes. I know your hindsight now, but then what were the benefits that you were you were under that might relate to somebody who's hearing this? Man, I hope I'm going to answer this right. So what helped me get there and be able to see it was the vulnerable office culture at Expand. Hmm. That was the beginning catalyst. Like I had already come off Holy Spirit Encounter, which was last November. Mm -hmm. What I would look back now and give somebody a piece of advice that would have further helped me faster, I would challenge you that right now, if you feel that maybe this is not for you, go to the three people closest to you and ask them if you're on a growth trajectory right now. And that could be relationally, that could be in business, that could be with your walk with God. I know that's something that's so personal, but the people near you, you probably have people near you that have discernment. So find somebody that's got that spiritual gift and lean in and ask them. Yeah. But I would challenge somebody for that. And again, if those three people all say, no, man, you're absolutely growing, man, just keep running with it. But if you're able to be vulnerable with yourself enough to be willing to go to somebody and ask that... I think that the answer might surprise you and it could be really, really done in love. It doesn't have to be a harsh, like I understand what it sounds like I'm asking you to do, but in that it is, you get to control that narrative because you're bringing somebody into a safe environment to even ask that of them. They'll be a lot more loving and caring with their answer than you even think and feel. For me, it was the office culture. It was those Friday meetings. I mean, it was leaning into vulnerability. And for me, vulnerability was the same thing as growth, right? Like I, for years had thought that I was being vulnerable. But for me, that was me being 0.001% vulnerable and I got to check the box. Mm -hmm. Like it was, a, it was something I got to control yeah, in my yeah. own mind. Yeah, you gave a piece of information. and So leaning back the, box, the yeah. complete other way, like as you start to, and I mean, I mean, yeah, Holy Spirit is just the actual ingredient there for sure. Like mm -hmm. just everything that's bubbling up and whether it's old pain, trauma, ways that he's been there, ways that he's seen me through, current connections that he's growing. A lot of that started giving me the ability to realize and focus on those around me. And then like, I don't know, we could probably ask some people close to us that they would probably say in the past 10 to 11 months, the way that I loved completely changed. Sure. As far as like, I see a full trash can and I want to take it out anywhere I go now. Mm -hmm. Like it's the smallest things to the deepest conversations. Like it's something that has changed the way that I not the way that I manage the details, but just the way that I view them. Like it's just people mean a little bit more. I, I hug people more now. Like there's a, uh, there's a whole bunch of change that has occurred there. Yeah. And I think that's, I love it because I think that's exactly what we wanted to capture and explain on this podcast is that it is about perspective. Like your life is what you make of it. It's what you tell yourself. Yeah. Cause like, I think I would also say 2022, like where we're at now, like, my life has never been messier than it is now. Yeah. Relationships are blown apart. There's healing occurring. There is restoration occurring. And that's in my family. I mean, that's growing in relationships elsewhere and in business and finding direction and even leaning into more ideas and a strategy. Like life did not get simple. Like it's not, I'm not in any better financial situation. Like I still have a whole bunch to figure out there. Taxes, like it got messier, but life somehow got simpler. Like the way that I am able to um, look around and just um, feel and love and experience people that are near me and just going to a different church every Sunday right now. Like all that sounds chaotic, but it's just the Lord is here with me, like sitting with me now in it and everything changed. I mean, I owe it yeah. all to him. Yeah. It's just that perspective shift. You know, I heard somebody say before about when Jesus walked on earth, um, the Bible or scripture talks about how he 
looked supernatural. Like you could just tell that he was different. And I've never heard really anybody explain that before. Um, and then down in Florida, I heard somebody say, um, you know, what if he was just very natural? Meaning, you know, he didn't have a home when he was here. He did, he was in the wilderness. He was hiking. I mean, he went out for 40 days and fasted, like in the wilderness. I mean, there's a certain part of nature that's going to get me on a rabbit trail, but that that is really important and that it teaches us a whole lot of things about why we're here and what we're supposed to do. But the point here is, is that maybe he didn't look like this God. Clearly he didn't because he wasn't accepted as a God or a King. He wasn't what they expected to, for supernatural. He was supernatural, like very, very natural, very much living outside, living outdoors. Like maybe he just looked different than everybody else. And I just related so much to that because I believe our life ends up looking a whole lot different than what we thought it would in the beginning. And that's not a bad thing because we didn't know what to look for in the beginning. Correct. And so we're all on a journey of life. And that is the perspective part that's so important to me because it truly is. There is not a situation that we go through that we don't have the ability to change our perspective on and tell ourselves what that story means. And I think a lot of it comes from our younger years of maybe it's the age group that our parents grew up in that are the boomers, but it's just, they needed to, they sold it so hard that they had life figured out and they didn't. And like, I get why that occurred. Like their generation came off of world war two, like life needed to be okay. And whatever that looked like. So a lot of these, um, men and women carried depression for years. I mean, mm-hmm. that wasn't talked about in that era. Yeah. Um, how they were dealing with life. And yeah, so I feel that in the era that we grew up and our parents and them having sold us that they had life figured out and carrying so much pain, trauma, hurt, not even necessarily expressing outward emotions and then looking at our generation now, the timing feels very intentional. Like I think there's an awareness that is rippling through millennials that are our age that maybe sometimes it feels like we have to raise our parents, but they truly are those lighthouses that are guiding us through their trauma because we are them. Like as far as that DNA goes, like it's been very interesting seeing, feeling, understanding the way that my mom's currently healing, watching that occur. I'm able to apply it to myself. Like for so long it was no, like you try to figure out life, this and that, and it didn't work. And I'm not going to take your advice here. And I don't need that wisdom in such a closed minded mindset. And then now it's flipped to as I see her expressing and we're having vulnerable conversations about things that had hurt her from her past or wrong decisions that she had made when she's expressing that and sharing that it's truly giving me a roadmap for how I'm dealing with my own emotions. Cause a lot of those similarities, they apply both ways. Yeah. So it's amazing been- how much power we give ourselves and others when we're vulnerable and we take that down. I mean, that, that's how we were created to live. We weren't created to live all by ourselves. We were created to live in a body of people who all have different gifts and different abilities, which would mean we all see things differently. We all understand our strengths and weaknesses different. And no one is above the other. It's just we're different people. And that's why we are supposed to live in a body. But a body can't operate together if there's not very clear, consistent, continual communication with each other yeah that's so good 
Yeah, and just a different aspect of how I was doing life. Yeah, I don't know how this got onto it, but maybe comparing the past year, like just isolation looks very, very different for me now. I, uh, past however many months, there hasn't been a day that I called off work. There's not a day that I've had a headache that I can believe. It's, um, things got very, very different when I started to, um, embrace that change fully lean into holy spirit and trying to just figure out whatever god had for me that i would want to lean into a whole lot of things that were just like i even sleep better now Mm -hmm. like it is i've had people tell me that my smile looks different that there's life behind my eyes like i get that tie back that supernatural conversation i feel that um yeah people really can start to see a change in you yeah and it's just very very cool that yeah, the only thing that changed was awareness. And again, it ties all back to perspective and even the perspective of us understanding where we're at now and helping our, our parents through trauma as we own and now find therapy. And then even seeing now, like what was cool talking about it yesterday with Amy, um, just the way that like core businesses that are Christian focused are bringing in executive teams that are theological based that are helping them make decisions like yeah. what Virginia is doing. Yeah. Even hearing that occur now, like it's scary time in the world, but I don't man, I've never been more confident in the mission and the vision. Like I, um, see things keep deteriorating everywhere else, but man, I just feel that God is here with us and just, that's been the biggest change. I mean, that's been the biggest growth point. Like I feel like that got added to the tank and it's just been very intentional and very, very different. Yeah. And yeah, even up into growth and now transitioning offices. I mean, we're coming from seventh story with some good views and now we're at a house in Portage, Indiana. And this is, um, it feels so right. Like I can't even, yeah, the recipe looks very, very different than what I thought God had for us, but the fulfillment that is here, like the relationships that are flourishing and growing, the people he's bringing around us that are aligning for us to, even if it's just help. Yeah. Like I can't even explain how much those projects even mean more now. Yeah. And, and perspective is the huge, it's just the key there because I mean, this is, this move was, more and I knew about it for a while. I mean, but it was more difficult than I thought it would be. Um, and mainly because most decisions, most areas of growth in my life, specifically, I guess, talking about offices, you know, most of those growth moments were better location, larger, newer. Um, and it was very clear that this is growth, you know. And so my mind started to develop the perspective that growth means bigger, larger, nicer, better location, better everything. And then grow, that's just growth. Is that us putting an expectation on growth? It, maybe. I mean, it's, it is an expectation, but it's just the perspective. It's the paradigm that you had, that I had for it, you know, was that that's just what happens. And through, you know, a long process, the father is just really showing me that, you know, so I have two girls, Grace and Gwen, and as their dad, it is my goal to expose them to a lot of different environments. And the reason that I want to do that selfishly is because I want them to know how to handle different things. So when um, Grace tries to do the monkey bars, and they look different, where she's scared, I'm going to push her to go through them because I want her to experience stepping out in faith or fear or whatever it is. And you can I can name 50 different scenarios. I wanted her to do volleyball. I wanted her to do... We, she did the violin for a while. 
I want to expose her to a lot of different things. And my dad really taught me this, but more so to open my mind up to ideas from people. Um, I want to expose them to a lot of different situations so that they can learn and grow. The And that sounds amazing, right? Yay, great dad, right? The The opposite of that, the antithesis of that, is when you're on the other end of that, that's not a fun place to be if your perspective isn't right. Because you're continually being placed in a different environment, different obstacles, different struggles, and you're always struggling, seemingly. You're always trying to get through it. You're always trying to do the monkey bars this time. You're always trying to climb the tree on your own or trying to do a new violin song. Like, none of those are easy. They seem really, really difficult. But what happens during each of those things? We grow and we expand. Growth occurs. And so what my Heavenly Father has done over the last several months, painfully so, because this is a, it's been a lot of humility for me to go through this and walk through this, but has shown me that it isn't about where you are or what you have. It's about what you are going through. And and we've heard that before. That's not a that's not necessarily a, this revolutionary thing. But truly when we can change our perspective on it isn't about what office we have or what business quote unquote success we have or what car we drive or how our kids turn out. Let's talk about that. You know, our kids turning out is not a report card on us, you know? Um, it isn't about that. It's about, I fully believe that there is a creator that created me specifically. I have certain gifts and I have certain abilities. We joke all the time. I don't see details. I'm going to miss these little things all the time. I'm going to overlook them because it just doesn't come natural to me. And I'm not saying it's not important. I'm just saying it doesn't come natural to me. I also have other gifts that other people don't. And we're all created that way differently. And I believe that a creator gave us those gifts. And if a creator did that and took the time and put us here, then I believe there's a specific reason that we're here. And if there's a specific reason we're here, then there's something that we're supposed to accomplish when we're here. And if you're ever going to accomplish something, you need to have certain knowledge. You need to have certain skills and abilities. Well, how do you get skills, ability, and knowledge? Well, you get it by being really humble (laughs) and going through circumstances where you realize, oh, this this wasn't right. The way that I was looking at this wasn't right. You know, uh, my dad telling me, to play the violin every night and practice every night wasn't because he was just being wanted to be hard on me and didn't love me. No, it was because he wanted to teach me hard work and get the experience of playing in front of people and seeing people moved by it and what that can do. It didn't have anything to do with the fact that it was difficult in that moment or that you played a wrong note. It had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do about what you learned through the process. And, and that's so easy for us to know, understand if we have kids because we go through all these little things and when we have that realization, but it, to change that perspective on your own life and now go through the circumstances, that, whatever it is, you name it, we all have something in front of us right now that if we allowed it, it would consume our minds, we would worry, we would fret, we wouldn't sleep right, we wouldn't eat right, we wouldn't exercise right because we would let it consume us. And whatever that is, that is what you are supposed to go through right now. 
And I'm telling you, it's not about getting to the other side. It is about, can you find your success, success defined as operating where and doing what your creator has for you to do in that moment? Can you find success in there? And in finding that success, what locked me up for so many years before that was like the shame and not achieving success yet. Like shame locked me up there for so, so long that I was the, that I was the undelivered projects like that. Mm-hmm. That was me as a human or like the customers that, that didn't feel my service was, was at where it should be. Well, then I'm that D plus media company. Yeah. How many times? And then as I feel that wanting to work out, wanting to outwork myself to then be a better version and hopefully get a compliment from somebody that then would make the other, the other insult, not worth it. Yep. Like just for years there. Yeah. So I just, also to give that back to people too, like looking at back what had changed in the recipe in the past year is I stopped letting the bondage of shame lock me up. Yeah. I was not those bad decisions. I made bad decisions. Yes. Like that is a statement, yeah. but I am not them. I love that. And Joe Rogan, I listen to it, not every morning, but he, he has a f- famous clip on be the hero of your own movie. Right. And in a part of there, he was talking to somebody and he's like, the person was like, you know, I'm a failure. And the guy in Joe was like, no, you're not a failure. You have failed and you have made this mistake, but you are not a failure. Yeah. You always get up late. No, no, no. You have gotten up late, but you don't, you won't, you aren't going to continue to do that. You yeah. don't have to continue to do that. And that's such a powerful mind shift that if we understand that and that looping all the way back is what scripture is talking about when it says, call that thought into captivity. I have those thoughts hundred times a day. Oh, you're, this is just going to happen again because this is you. You're going to move offices again in a year. It always happens. You're always going to do it. Like, I, I, but that's not true. I have moved offices. Yes. That doesn't mean that's always going to happen. And then whatever that means about me is up to me to decide whatever I want to believe. And there's immense peace in that perspective there. Like, I think if you made it even a bit more simpler, if you start thinking you're going to be sick next week, you're going to be sick next week. For sure. You start locking yourself up in your own shame of saying, oh yeah, this is another tendency I'm going to be in. How are you ever going to grow? Yeah. And I think that the devil works so hard to lock us up there because he's there trying to sell us lies all day at the lie cart. And we're there just looking for some sort of understanding. And sometimes it's easier to let those bad decisions define us. But also, yeah, if you are that person that woke up late, what what about when you woke up on time? Right. Like, why can't we lean into that? Like, I think yep. our own brains want to work against us so hard due to sin and just human nature and humanity and the times that we're wronged. But yeah, sometimes it is looking past that. And I know it sounds really, really easy when I say it that way. There has been a whole bunch of uh, hurt, trauma, and pain, and we can go grab coffee and talk about it because um, I think I've earned the ability to say that. And I think yeah. I still keep trying to earn it. Yeah. Man, it's good to be back on a podcast. It is. Right? And it's not about, you know, I think we said it before, but it's not about getting it all figured out. I mean, I, and I hope that's what we're showing or saying here on the podcast. It's not we have all these magical solutions. We actually didn't you know. give any solutions today. The only point was is that there is a different perspective that you can choose. My specific point is growth, it is going to look different than what you thought, period. Whatever you had in your mind, you know, who who was it that said that? You know, everybody has, everybody's a, a great boxer and has this amazing plan as they enter the ring until they get hit in the face. And then all of a sudden it goes out the window because it's just completely different ball game now, right? And it, it looks different than what it did before. And that's okay. 
it's the process. And, and that's literally what we're trying to show here is that it is the process of going through this. And I love that too. Like something I think I appreciate about you as a dad, like seeing Grace, like Grace can critically think. Like if she needs to figure something out, like I've seen her do it. And I think that is such a valuable tool, something that your dad instilled in you, something that you're instilling in Grace. When you put your kids in these uncomfortable situations, like eventually one day, John, yeah, Grace might look back and be worried about these monkey bars and John says, go for it. And she might fall. Mm -hmm. Like, but in that painful moment, whatever that looks like in those moments, you're there to support your daughter. You're there to encourage her. Like it just really is a catalyst for, I think, something that a lot of kids miss because there's a whole bunch of questions that get asked to me by adults in their 50s that I Google and give them the answer within 30 seconds. Like that critical thinking mind, it outworks and out excels a whole bunch of other people in that bracket. So I'm excited to see where your girls are going with that, especially Gwen. <laughs> and it's such a easy analogy to see as kids, but it is the same exact thing as adults. I mean, she is going to fall. She's going to learn to ride a two-wheeler soon. Guess what? I know what that means. She's going to fall and scrape her knees. I am not going to run alongside of her and catch her every time. No, because that is part of the growth process, right? And I'm not going to let her run out into a, in front of a vehicle, obviously, but that is part of the process. We have to understand that the harder we work for something, the more value that it's on the other side of it. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be pain. You know, pain is going to come. It is going to, there is going to be hurt that comes into your life. There's going to be hurt that comes into my life again. I lost my dad five years ago. I wasn't expecting that. My dad was my literally the best friend that I had on this planet. Closer than any I was any, to anybody at the time. I wasn't expecting that. That was hurt that came into my life. Now, if why can't it be just as simple as when Grace falls down from the monkey bars and say, it's okay. You're going to be okay. The pain was real. That pain's not going away. The pain was real. We had, I had to sit there and I had to feel it. That's what I do with her. I had to sit there. You have to experience. I don't say don't cry. Like, don't cry. No, I don't say that. Sit there, feel the pain, understand it, and breathe through it. Not going on that rabbit trail, but that's a real part of it. Breathe through that pain and experience it and understand it and understand that it's there to help make you into something that you're not right now. And you can't become something that you're not without going through struggles and without going through difficulty. And it's not bad. It's making you into who you were created to be. That's just growth. That's what it is. Man, that's good. Man, we're back. We're back. It was good. This one was on growth. We will be talking to you guys on the next one. We hope we'll everybody see you in the next is one. well. Yeah.